Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. I am so grateful that you joined us and we are in for a real treat today. I have my amazing husband, Dave Metcalf, with me. Do I say hi, Dave? Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us here. Hang on to your seats. (laughs) (laughs) It is going to be so good. And I want to share with him, Dave, like how this podcast kind of got started. Okay. We've been doing some work around the house, which we do a lot. And uh, you just showed me this this booklet from a conference that you had put together in the early 2000s called Market Transformation. and Marketplace Transformation. Oh, thank you. Marketplace Transformation. And were you with Bethel at that time? No. It, uh, the booklet you're looking at was from 2007, and it's one I did when I was with Gateway uh, in Nairobi, Kenya. Oh, wow. And just prior to that, just to give our audience a little context of your history um prior to that you actually came from bethel and can you share with them a little bit about that and maybe when you made the jump over to gateway sure i came from bethel as part of the school of supernatural business Uh aha yes and that's where this information really took a foothold uh really in the early 2000s with my experience uh Mm -hmm. with what was happening in what we call renewal Mm -hmm and uh working with uh lands yeah and i think that's the amazing tie that that comes together as well we've got bethel you made the jump to gateway church but in that time you were um and we of course everybody knows lance and annabelle Mm -hmm. they brought us together they married us they're really good friends you've been with lance for decades and as we were reading through this you were actually a part of these conversations as he was learning about the seven mountains. Mm-hmm. And so as we were looking at this, I said, Dave, you, you got to share this information because we've got the the business and nonprofit workshop at Wealth Builders that is coming up. And it is all about the marketplace transformation. So this is such a great fit. And I think the history of the seven mountains and, and your perspective on it and your insights are phenomenal. And so I'd really love for you just to kind of jump in and start sharing about some of this. Okay, sure. Well, those of you that are listening, I want to let you know that you are at the center of God's intentional design to help you understand how you can actually be an impact in the marketplace. And this is something that's really uh, had its origin in 1975. And to just start with where I first heard it, and you can actually go to Lance Wall now and listen to some of his early teachings. But he was exposed to a a story of Senator Kratz who went up into heaven and saw a pool, like a a pond, and God told this man that he would be a senator, he would be in government. And as he was talking to Lance on the phone, and you can certainly catch this story from Lance, it's, it's really exciting. Uh, he actually, uh, Lance actually heard the word mountain as he was listening to the story. 
And he began talking about a mountain, like a godly mountain, where we would go to the top of the mountain, take the top. And um, it's really an exciting adventure. Well, we were together and we were at a conference. And at this conference, we met Lauren Cunningham. Now, Lauren Cunningham is one of the speakers. And Lance spoke about this uh, experience that he had of hearing government as a mountain, as a uh, area of influence in the world. And Lauren Cunningham uh, over lunch said, hey, would you like me to tell you what the other six are? That's amazing. Can you first, for people that don't know who Lauren is? Yes, Lauren Cunningham. He's an amazing guy. He started Youth with a Mission. It's the largest youth. YWAM. Yes, YWAM. The largest sending organization in the world. Usually about 250,000 young people going out into all areas of the world to uh, bring the gospel. And it was actually in 1975 that he was away on a little bit of a retreat. And this uh, voice of the Lord came to him and gave him this idea that there were these areas that he called mind molders. There were areas that shaped the minds of people. And God gave him this list of at least six at that time. And the idea was he was to help young people and others go into these areas, uh, for example, the home or the education areas of the world or government or the media, performing arts. And the, we were to penetrate these areas and actually release the presence of Jesus wow. and bring transformation, a marketplace awesome. transformation. Well, at this same time, in the same area, about 20 minutes away, was Bill Bright, Campus Crusade. Now, Bill's passed away, but Bill had the same experience. Wow. And God talked to him about spheres of influence. So he talked to Lauren about mind molders, and he talked to Bill Bright about spheres of influence, and they got together and they compared the notes. So now if you go out and look at Campus Crusade, they actually talk about these spheres of influence. Wow. And if you look at YWAM, they actually developed universities around each one. So there's like a university around performing arts, for example, mm -hmm. the Media Mountain. So it was at that lunch that he told Lance, here's the other six. So the, the one that Lance had was based on his conversation with the senator. Senator Crotts. Yeah, so he knew it was government. Government. And he knew there was more, but this is how it kind of like was revealed. Yeah, and it's interesting because there's, there's four different areas of terminology here. Lauren got mind molders. Yep. Bill Bright got spheres of influence. Senator Kratz got a pool, like water, yeah. but Lance heard the word mountain. Wow. And so when he heard the other six mountains from Lauren Cunningham, he put it together as the seven mountains. That is so amazing. Did you have any idea what you were like in the midst of like hearing or a part of? No, I really didn't because... Uh, Sometimes things are happening right in front of you, and you don't really understand what you're hearing, right. but it seems kind of big, because at the same time, I had left a church in San Jose where actually uh, the marketplace was really an emphasis, and there, um, that, that church was actually where Ed Savolsa was a member and he wrote a book called Anointed for Business, and he was talking about the marketplace transformation. Oh, my goodness. And he was the one who talked about the marketplace as a place where 
all the community happens, like your neighborhood where you go shopping, you do your bank and you go to the mailbox, you, your children go to school. And it's all these collective ideas that were really essentially culminating into a very powerful spiritual statement that helps people get a context for where their life fits in to God's intentional design to reach the community. And it's just really quite amazing because I think it was four years ago, maybe five, four or five years ago, uh, we actually had Ed Silvosa at a Wealth Builders Conference. Mm-hmm. We just really felt, Billy felt led like, hey, let's let's reach out to him and see if you'd be a part of this. And then when I reached out to him and I was busy, he said that he really felt like the Lord was saying yes to be a part of this. And he gave Billy and Becky, a really significant word Mm -hmm. um, about wealth builders. So here, it's so fun to way back, way back, you were connected there and just how God brings us together. And even the people listening, you know, you think back to how you first started hearing about, you know, wealth building and the sound and the spirit and just how God directed your path. It's incredibly encouraging. Yeah, it really is. And the beauty is when Ed Sabolsa said, this wealth builder is a movement. He did. What he was really talking about is a collective community. So for those of you listening, you're a part of this community where God is intentionally wanting to use you. Actually, a, a more appropriate way would be able to say to partner with you. Yes. To partner with you in such a way that you are part of this movement of what God is doing. Now, sometimes when you hear the word used, it doesn't sound too good, but the Bible does talk about us being a vessel of noble purpose mm-hmm. that God pours himself into. And, and you think in those terms, it, yeah. it does sound okay. But really, he partners with us. And the whole idea is he's wanting to reach the marketplace, which is so important to him. And this is where he did all of his ministry, like 30, even in the book of Acts. Yes. He did. 39 out of the 40 miracles listed there are all in the marketplace. Oh, my goodness. That is so significant. I mean, we talk about, you know, helping us be aware that wherever we go as business people, we are bringing Jesus to them. Mm -hmm. And that you just pointed out that that was a pattern, actually, that Jesus himself had Mm -hmm. is very encouraging with just the um, significant call on our life in business, in real estate, and really in the marketplace. Sure. And even Jesus's parables, over uh, three quarters of them were all in the context of the marketplace. Oh my goodness. I don't think I've ever thought of that before. Yeah, but it's so relevant. And really, for again, for those of you who are listening, God is using this as a model to help you understand how you specifically fit into an area that essentially carries out the ministry that Jesus not only modeled, but he intentionally said that we're to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I am now sending you. That's in John twenty twenty, And he said in the next verse, receive the Holy Spirit. Because like we need the Holy Spirit. Yes, we do. <laughs> we need the Holy Spirit for guidance. Every moment of every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so important. And when we think in terms about, okay, what was Jesus's ministry anyway? Well, he came back. uh, He actually came here to solve a problem of reconnecting us back to God because we lost that connection. But the Bible says in 1 John 3, 8, 
that he came to destroy the works of darkness, which is sin, sickness, demonic torment, and poverty, just to name four. There's many more. There's fear. There's others. And when he said to his disciples, the same way the Father sent me, now I'm sending you, what he was saying to them and what he's saying to us is that we are now the problem solvers in society. We are bringing the solution of salvation. We are bringing the solution of healing. We're bringing the solution of, I can be free. I can live life unoppressed by the enemy. I don't have to live in poverty because God's intention for me is to be planted like a tree, to be nourished, that I would bear fruit and I would do well. And so this is really the continuation in the marketplace. It's an example of how Jesus wants to reach it with us. That's so amazing. So we've talked about the history and um, just being a part of the understanding the early kind of beginnings of the seven mountains of influence. And so what's some information, Dave, that you can share to help us to really understand how to apply this revelation or, you know, really what does it mean to be a part of this? Sure. The, the idea is as a, as a participant in the body of Christ, we actually come to a place where we learn that we are we are co-laboring or we are commissioned. When Jesus gave us a commission, co means alongside the mission. Mm-hmm. And so each of us have a very unique position as a uh, son and daughter in God. And part of that is really first coming into the kingdom of God. And we do that by yielding to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and becoming born again. And then the way it looks then is we actually learn how to manage the inheritance that we have in Jesus so that we are actually releasing the resources of the kingdom of heaven. And one of the ways we do that is really by uh, being strategically placed in these particular mountains. So, for example, we have the the home mountain, the church, education, government, uh, media, the performing arts and and business or commerce, whatever you want to kind of categorize that as far as like finances and, and science goes, technology. So we find ourselves in a place where we are specifically operating in the area of society, but we are we are also managing the inheritance that we have in Jesus so that we're releasing the presence and the solutions of God in our work environment. Wow, that is really helpful too. And I think that it just ties into so much with the mission of Wealth Builders. You know, it's making sense of making money for making a difference. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we hear Billy talk about is that prosperity without purpose is actually business. Mm -hmm. And um, as we talk a lot too, and even with business, just understanding, you know, what business God's called us to, what is the purpose of it, what is our vision and really keeping that before us, because when we're called to this, um, you know, it's as as lofty as a call, in my opinion. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as someone that's called into the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's kind of an interesting point because the fivefold ministry is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the way we get to that, if you take a look at Ephesians chapter four, people quote verse 11 that Jesus gave some apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. But if you look at the preceding verses before that, Paul is explaining that when Jesus was in the grave, when he came out of the grave, he gave 
gifts to all men. That's the context. So actually, uh, you're listening right now, and you have one of the grace giftings of Jesus. You're, you're either uh, maybe a, a teacher person, where you like to teach mm-hmm. and bring concepts, or maybe you're very caring and you're more pastoral. Maybe you're like an evangelist, like salesmen. Salespersons are really great evangelists. They are. Uh, You might be very prophetic. You might see things and understand and the clarity of that. Or you might be very apostolic where you like to build foundations and you like to see things uh, grow and develop. So this is all part of business expressions, Mm -hmm. but it does tie very nicely into the fivefold because they are grace gifts given to each person. Wow, that is so encouraging. You know, I've I've shared this before, but I know uh, like in the 90s, I just remember I was in banking and I was sitting in church and thought like, wow, if God really um, thought I could do something great, he would have had me in the ministry, you know, meaning like probably pulpit ministry. Mm-hmm. And in the years to come, I started to realize that um, like I had an opportunity to minister to that weren't going into church. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, just looking at the commerce, the business, the building wealth, you know, how important is that for the continuation or the growth of the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's interesting because, you know, I, I think many times we all get the same kind of idea, like, oh, would I be in ministry? And really ministry is just being faithful to what God has given you to do. Amen. When Jesus told his father that I glorified you in the earth and I accomplished what you gave me to do, that's John mm-hmm. 17, 4. That means that he carried out the ministry that was his. And each of us need to just carry out what God has asked us to mm-hmm. partner with him in. And that doesn't mean behind, in most cases, it doesn't mean behind a pulpit. Right. And it means that you are a minister, you are a royal priesthood, you are part of a holy nation. It's just that the expression of who you are and how God has partnered with you looks a bit different because the majority of the world is out there living in the marketplace. And his church is not a building. It's not at all. His church is actually made up of people. We're living stones. We're fit and joined together. Jesus is the cornerstone. He's put us together and as a body that comes together, fit and joined together, that means each each person supplies what's needed to to carry on the ministry that God has given us collectively. And that's part of us being an individual part of the church. And so the really our ministry is out in the world as an expression of his body. And I know with Bethel this was the case and certainly at Karis as well. You know, a lot of people go to went to Bethel at the time that you were there and you discovered that a very small percentage of them actually went into ministry. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar situation at Karis. And I find that really interesting because a lot of us were called to go uh, to Karis Bible College or called to go to Bethel. And so can you kind of help, you know, bring that together as well? Because I think most people think if they go to Bible college, they're supposed to go into ministry. Mm-hmm. But that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. Sometimes people uh, do do think about that. Like if, if I go to Bible school, is that 
automatically mean that I'm going to be like in like formal ministry, what we would think of as formal ministry. But whether it's Bethel or or even Karis, generally less, probably less than 5% of the students actually end up in formal ministry, mm-hmm. which really means at the basis of their participation, they they really have a heart desire to just really experience God, understand how God is working, how he's working in their life and how they can make a difference. Mm-hmm. And so when they realize, okay, I'm, I'm coming to school, like if you're going to Karis, that's incredible. You're getting equipped. You're getting uh, this, this opportunity in a community with impartation of the Holy Spirit to really go out into the spheres of influence, out into the marketplace, into the places where the seven mountains are, and become a relevant person, a voice of influence that can carry you. This is how so you can good. know God and connect. And you can become an influencer out there in the marketplace. And it's so important because if we're out in the world, which, you know, we do a lot that is not part of ministry. Um, we do, of course, some that's ministry too. But when we take that biblical worldview or we see things through the lens of Jesus everywhere we go, it really has an opportunity to impact people. And so that foundation with marketplace people uh, is so important that when we go out into the world, we're equipped to be able to really help bring transformation to the lives and bring the gospel to people that are that are with us in, um, you know, in the marketplace. Right. And I think in a broad sense, we're always in ministry. And one of the things we have to be careful of is not to like like the Greek mentality, the philosophy is everything's a pie. And you think about this part of my life is this piece of the pie and this part of my life is that piece of the pie. And if we're not careful, we kind of put ministry into a piece of the pie and we start thinking, well, I'm doing all these other things, but it doesn't really count. When in reality, the Jewish, the Hebrew mindset is holistic, like for 24 hours a day, I'm always a husband. I'm not just a husband yeah. in piece of the pie. <laughs> I'm always a husband. That's I'm always good. a dad. And I'm always a son or a daughter. Like, like Jesus didn't call us to be Christians. He called us to be sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. And we are um, people that are going out into life. And that is the ministry. We're going out into life and we're, we're a hope. We're a light. We're salt, and we are actually um, relevant, and we're an influence for the for the glory of God. So no matter what we're doing, making deals, uh, I mean, like we've been in houses where we're just trying to decide whether or not we want to buy the house, right. and we see somebody's kind of like really hurting, and there's an mm-hmm. opening there. We've we've prayed for people. Uh, we're in the grocery store. We've we've talked to people. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like wherever the opening is, right. you know you. Kind of like get a little idea of like where to serve and and help, or maybe in a in a mercy area, people that we know that are involved heavily in compassion ministry and to help them. Right. So it's like ministry all the time. It's really cool. It is. It's really cool. Wow, Dave, this has just been um, really encouraging, and we just want to remind everybody to come and be a part of the upcoming Wealth Builders Business and Nonprofit Workshop. It's August 18th through the 20th. I've got a code for you. It's WB200. And you can get $200 off the in-person or the live stream. And um, It's a great deal. It's a great deal. And Dave will be there. I'll be there. We've got David Lapp coming. 
Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard from Colin Carr, Jeff Vanderwall, of course, Billy and Becky. We've got Frank Pulley. We've just got all the coaching team, Bill Bronchek. And I think even if you're in real estate, you know, Bill was saying the other day, it's like, if you're in real estate, you you need to have a business. I mean, you can't just be in real estate without a business. They go together. Right. They really do. They really do. And so we want to encourage you to be a part of it. And you can learn more at wealthbuilders.org forward slash events and get registered. And Dave, I know you've got a verse that you want to share with people before we sign off today. Yes. Uh, this is a great verse. This is out of Jeremiah chapter 17. And it's verse 7 through 8, and it essentially says, Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, because he is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes, for its leaves remain green. And it also goes on to say he's not anxious in a time of drought because he does not cease to be fruitful. So one of the things that we want to encourage you about uh, wealth builders is when you come together and you learn, you're in an environment, a community, a family, you are getting rooted and planted. And it's in the Lord. It's in Jesus. It's not in a person, but it's really biblically based. It's, it's all centered around Jesus for his glory. And the beauty is where we grow our roots in plenty is where we go when it's times of lack. So this conference helps you, the work, the workshop helps you understand how to stay rooted in Jesus and where to stay rooted in times of lack. And even though the economic forecast might look a little dismal and things might be in a drought situation, not with you, not with us, because we are, we are with the Lord and God is leading and guiding us and we're trusting in him. And we're like that tree planted by the water. That is so awesome. Dave, thank you so much. Yeah, um, thanks for having me today. Yeah, thank you. How would you like to pray for everybody before we go? Okay, great. Jesus, we thank you so much for just your love and your grace over our lives. We thank you that you have purposely planned and positioned each one of us to walk in the glory, to experience the joy of the Lord and that righteousness and peace that is from the Holy Spirit. And I just pray your blessing over each person listening today. And I thank you that they can be rooted and grounded in you, your love, and experience your love and give that love away. Thank you for the prosperity of how you um, release your, your resources to us. And we just thank you for this upcoming workshop that we can all participate in and grow and benefit from that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. for being a part of this and joining me and thanks to all of you our wealth builders family for joining us each week and i just want to encourage you if you know someone that would be blessed by this or maybe you've got kids grandkids even that are entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. um please share this information with them and we would love to see you at the upcoming workshop so If you've listened to this podcast and decided to come to the workshop, come and see Dave and I. We want to say hi to you. Yeah. And uh, Billy and Becky, of course, are so excited to greet all of you. There's a flash if they can't come in person. Well, there is. And that's you can do the live stream um, and use the code WB200. And then you can purchase the live stream for just $97, which is a great deal. That is a great deal. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. 
Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. If you want to learn more about who we are, visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.